Hey there, fans of the Wretched Hive. Before we get to the show, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial of the Audible service just by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's spelled H-I-V-E. From there, you can get over 180,000 titles to choose from that you can play on your iPhone, over Android, if you have a Kindle, one of those, or even if you're still stuck on one of them MP3 players. Maybe even a Zune if that's still out there. Are those still out there? They're probably still out there. You can play it on a Zune, I'm sure, because they took MP3s. Why not? Anyway, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Wretched Hive Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. Moss Eisler Space Force. What are you talking about? You will never find more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. The Millennium Falcon has landed at Disneyland. You can see it from the air. And we're going to tell you all about it because you have found the Wretched Hive Podcast for Friday, October 26th, 2018, episode 73 of the show. My name is Steve Baldwin and the entire Hive is along for the ride tonight. Let's start it up as always with the Wookiee co-pilot, Greg Lent. Great googly moogly, Stevie B. How the hell are you? It's so good to be here. Thank you to everybody for tuning in one more time as we approach our 100th episode sometime over the next, I don't know, three months, four months. We'll be hitting 100. Pretty yeah, close. 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 We got a. Well, Math is yeah. so hard. Math it is hard. hard. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm a little solemn tonight, guys, because it Maybe is two weeks. game two Seven of three. the Dodgers Braves World Series. Dodgers yeah. are now down two games to nothing. Mm. There's There's. Three-fifths of the hive that are very bummed about that, one who doesn't care, and one who's actively rooting against us. Bastard. Did you just say Dodgers-Braves World Series, or did I mishear that? Uh, Dodgers-Red Sox, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think we're uh, time warp. We're back in the 1900s. Boston Braves. Who in the hell on the hive is rooting against us? What? Oh, I think you know. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he's definitely not Harry Potter. Oh, God. Yep. Uh, also on the show tonight, he is a lifelong <laughs> Star Wars fan, Evansky. Yeah, thank you, Steve, so much for having me. Uh, I've got a special surprise tonight. Oh, it's in a bag. I brought it. It's right here. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, it's right Where? here. Oh, there is a bag. There's, okay. There's something in there. All and right. I'm, I'm going to share it with you guys tonight because I started something on our Facebook page. Uh, and I thought I'd roll with it and uh, discuss it afterwards with you awesome. guys. Is this is this the official rollout of porghub.com? <laughs> porghub.com. Com. Oh. oh my god. Yep. All right. I'm ready. Awesome. I can't wait. Uh, also on the show tonight, he's the captain of the Nico Rodriguez. Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in tonight. Bundle of energy he is. Oh. So yep. excited. Way to bring the party on. Apparently he's Marty on his meds tonight. What's going on with Nico? He's out of control. Oh, man. I'm worn out trying to help you guys figure out Skype. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
We do need help occasionally. Yeah, it is true. Skype. What is Skype? True. Is this that thing from Terminator 2? <laughs> oh, no, that's Skynet. That's I'm Skynet. So, I'm so old. Yeah, we got to log into Skynet to do the show. So old. And finally! <laughs> we have... No circumstances. Should you ever. And I mean, ever! <laughs> Call him. Wow. X Files. Harry. Potter. That's it. That's it. Greg, your I... new name is Zamfir, Master of the Pan. I was just going to say, Greg, I didn't realize you had the greatest hits from Zamfir, Master of the Pan Flutes, <laughs> in your CD collection. What none of you guys know is I played all of those live here at my house. Mm, never had one lesson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've got, wow. a, we've got a story to cover about John Williams, and I, it, I, by the sound of him and how he's doing, he may have been conducting what you were playing just now. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, I, I, I think he was playing that from yeah, his hospital bed, that. right? <laughs> oh, no. no. Anyway. All right, back hey, to you, Dave. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning to you, wherever, whenever, and however you are listening to us. We are, once again, 5 by 5 tonight, uh, which is uh, more runs than the Dodgers have scored in either of their oh. World Series outings to date. Uh, oh, shut your filthy mouth. God, oh, I know. I had, I had to go there. And it's it, it's just such a surreal world. And Greg, you, you reminded me we always start off with a political rant. So there was a New York Times article that was out tonight that uh, the president uh, uses an unsecured iPhone I to call that. people, despite being told that uh, the Chinese and the Russians listen in on that. And the great thing is the New York Times article notes that the intelligence community, the counterintelligence community, is actually not that concerned about it because the president doesn't really pay that much attention or detail to anything of importance. So they're not worried about him leaking anything. That is crazy talk. Just oh. this is this is this is the world we live in. Whether that's true or it is fake news, this is the world we live in. And Dave, so welcome, what, welcome that, to a little bit of sanity right here. Didn't that article uh, suggest that uh, the government security folks know that there's Chinese operatives listening in to his iPhone conversations? Yes, and he just continues and, and, to do it. And, and they're basically saying, you know what? Fuck it. He doesn't say anything of value anyway. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry if we have any 
I don't I, I mean this in the best possible way. If we have any Repu- I have Republican friends. I don't want to denigrate all Republicans. No. But this man is too stupid to run fucking Twitter and his phone on the same <laughs> device. He needs separate devices, one to run Twitter and one to talk to people on the phone. Well, if you've ever had Chinese nationals eavesdrop <laughs> on your phone calls, give us Every a call and uh, and let us know what you did about it so we can inform the president. All um, the fucking time they do. Seriously. I, I, my Twitter account actually did get hijacked by a Chinese troll once. That <laughs> actually happened it's to gonna me. It's going to be a long show. Uh, that was Scott, actually, <laughs> that did that. Uh, number is 562-455-4483. That's 562-455-HIVE. That's... H-I-V-E. In case, like Donald Trump, you can't spell hive. You got him <laughs> right. And uh, you can also look us up online. <laughs> oh, my God. God. I actually God. thought that I, was so true. I, I, almost, I almost made it through. You, you can look us up it online. Wasn't, it, at, wasn't that, it wasn't that funny, guys. It was a total throwaway line. <laughs> like our, most of our shows are throwaway lines. Uh, TheWretchedHive.net. You can find us on the old Facebook because we love Facebook on this show. Facebook.com forward slash. Not for long, though, because we're all abandoning it. Wretched Hive Podcast. <laughs> stupid asses. I'm uh, just saying, somebody you, on this podcast just realized that Facebook is monetizing all of its customers, and that's their whole business model. Nico. Uh, you well, can look us up on Twitter at Wretched Hive Pod. <laughs> you can email us. Only if you have two devices. <laughs> If you, on one of your devices, yeah. email us, show at thewretchedhive.net. Use the one that the Chinese nationals listen into uh, because it's always entertaining to do that. And you can also download our app from the app store. That's called the Wretched App. It's available online now on the Apple App Store. If you are a Chinese national, could you please download the show because it helps our fucking iTunes hits, so please. I don't think yeah. we've ever had actually, a download from China. That would be cool, actually, to be honest. You know, and honestly, would it, just leave a review, please. If you're a Chinese national, just leave a review. Yeah. We know you love us. It's okay. Uh, you can also find us on Google Podcasts and Stitcher and, of course, Apple Podcasts, and we love your review, so please do leave a review. Guys, we have any business to cover tonight, or are we just moving right in? Let's go for it. Let's go right in with the news, fellas. From ABC News World Headquarters, this is ABC World News Tonight. No, it's not. It's Star Wars news with the Wretched Hive. So be it. Oh, I did want to say, I did forget, I want to have one, one shout-out really quick. We are getting more downloads from the UK. I don't know where from the UK, because... My little podcast uh, tracker does not tell us where, what city, or what uh, what country. I'm assuming it's in England somewhere, but um, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us on Facebook or shoot, shoot us an email. I want to know who's over in the UK because I love everything about the UK, and uh, it's a great place. I, I could swear at one point we had traded some correspondence with, I think, an Irish or maybe a Scottish branch of uh, the 501st. Yes, wasn't... I think it was Irish. So uh, there's a good chance it's those guys, and we have ignored them, and we are wholeheartedly sorry, wow. deep, deeply, deeply apologize. If that's true, we suck. Yes, we totally suck, and we're sorry. Well, we're sorry. That's not the I only mean, reason. Yeah. I mean, we suck anyway. But... Yeah, we do. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for listening to the show, and uh, we appreciate you spreading the word over in the UK and uh, the European part of our great 
earth that we all live on. All right, let's get into the you news were here. Say nation. Boy, you were say nation. I was not. You completely Ron Burgundy that whole line there. Too. Uh, <laughs> you mean like I do every goddamn show we do? Uh, all right, let's get into the news, guys. CNET.com confirmed the Millennium Falcon is visible in Disneyland. You can see it. Uh, from the sky, at, it's uh, parked there in Galaxy's Edge. You can actually see the skeleton as they're building out Galaxy's Edge. By the way, nice Ron Burgundy reference. I love that. Yes. Uh, it's it's clearly <laughs> visible. Uh, if you go to CNET.com and search for uh, Millennium Falcon skeleton, you will find it. Very cool. I'm very excited uh, given that Disneyland is 20 minutes from where we are right now. Yes. And we'll, we, uh, we'll be able to go see this thing. In less than a year now, spring 2019. Yeah, it's coming up quick, isn't it? Yeah, we're gonna pay through the nose for tickets, but uh, yeah. we we will we will be there. Uh, <clears throat> I saw a great picture today. I didn't link it to the uh, to the site, but it was the area under construction was Galaxy's Edge, and it was all like in a brown, and the rest of the park was red, and it said Galaxy's Edge Q. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's probably about right. <laughs> yeah, the Millennium Falcon ride. I'm I'm trying to figure out how this is going to work, but apparently, one article I read there was like a. It's sort of like the Indiana Jones ride when you're in a car with like eight other people. Yeah, and there's one pilot. Someone's being the navigator. There's a gunner, and like everybody in your little pod has a job. And depending on how you do, if you wreck the Falcon or if you do really well, you get tagged with certain skills that follow you as you walk around Galaxy's Edge. And, so uh, Facebook is the sponsor? Is that what you're saying? They're collecting data about you? Yeah. Wow, we're not worried about that and the potential privacy implications? <laughs> yes. Steve, Steve has no problem with Disney taking all of his personal data as long as he gets to sit in a fucking fake falcon. But Facebook, screw those guys. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> you know our listeners have no idea what you're talking about right now. It's totally out of context. If Mark Zuckerberg bought a Millennium Falcon and let Steve sit in it, we could all continue to use Facebook Messenger instead of Slack. That's all I'm saying. True, true that. True that, actually. Oh, my God. True that. This is getting great. Oh my. All right. So, for the benefit of the listeners... I'm trying to get us off of Facebook Messenger because I hate Facebook. <laughs> Did I just say that out loud? And um, and uh, I'd like us to use Slack. Your profile is being deleted right now from Facebook. <laughs> you know, fa- fa- watch Facebook is going to go out and buy Slack, and then I'm going to be totally screwed. <laughs> Zuckerberg's uh, listening to our uh, podcast. I will have my revenge. No, seriously, if they become the sponsor of Star Wars Land, it would be great. And that's like, uh, what was it? Monsanto was the uh, sponsor for the House of Tomorrow. Yeah, that's, that's great. I know that's so great. Hindsight. Anywho, yeah. so uh, look us up on Facebook Messenger <laughs> if you want to connect with the rest of uh, Wretched High for about the next week, and then we are transitioning uh, to Slack. If I can get these numbskulls to, do I'll it. be on there. All right. I'm 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 still on Facebook. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Viva I don't Facebook! Either. Yay! I don't care. Yay either. Facebook! All right. Uh, so, so that was that story. Now there's <laughs> there's other uh, no, no wait wait other, wait. Uh, what? Steve, you go to uh, Disneyland quite often. Yeah. So I, have you? Well, I do. Yeah, once yeah. a month. Or now I know there's a couple areas like the uh, parking structure. You can get up on top of that thing and mm-hmm. look in. Can you? Have you seen some of the? Star yeah, Wars I've lines? taken some photos of okay. of um, 
Yeah, I actually, I've taken like six or seven photos over time, so you can see, because it was just one big dirt patch initially, yeah. Yeah. and they've been building, but you can't, there's a big enough building in between the parking structure and and Galaxy's Edge where you can't really see down inside. Okay. You can see definitely some of the spires of the rocks that have, Okay. Uh, the Disney Imagineers have quote-unquote grown. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can, you can see, you can see some stuff in there. That's you cool. You can't see the Falcon. Okay. Uh, because it's sort of tucked away in a little nook. If you look at this uh, picture <clears throat> on CNET, you'll see uh, you'll see the outline oh, yeah, yeah. of the Falcon there. So the parking structure is sort of over on this side above the photo. Well, so what I find fascinating, yeah. and we'll have to post this on our Facebook page, is that the spires you're talking about, I think, are that, that structure that's all around the Falcon. Yeah. So you're looking at where the Falcon's parked at. Exactly. That's great. I can't yeah. wait. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, it is. I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait to spend $250 on a ticket. <laughs> to get a photo with the Falcon. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you, I still want that photo of me in the Han Solo Look. cosplay out in front of the Falcon, just like I'm polishing it up, turning around like that. Look, the photo that is the million-dollar photo that's going to be the money shot yeah. is the four of us in the cockpit of the Falcon together. Yes. Oh, my God. And Nico, it'll be five if you can join us because you're. I, I just I mentally excluded you there because you're at more of a remote location than the rest of us to this, and I apologize for that. I shouldn't have done that. Fuck you. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Actually, you know That's what? Fair. <laughs> we'll let. Well, maybe Nico can take the picture. <laughs> oh damn! Man, take a picture of my ass. <laughs> and somehow I came out looking like the nice one in that. Yeah, episode. you did, Dave. Oh my god. This is great. No, no. Oh, good yeah. times. No, that 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 absolutely that that'll be the shot. Now, are we going to be able to go in the cockpit or up into the Falcon at all? That I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but has has that been confirmed or anything like that at this point yet? I, I want to say. Go ahead, Dave. I I think we can. I got I got the impression from the stuff that I saw that it's like the the Indiana Jones ride. Like being in the cockpit is like being in the cart for the Indiana Jones ride, and. That's what you're piloting around, and shit happens, and they steal your privacy data and your social security number, and then you go into the rest of the park. Until you can shoot down Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be chasing mm. around. Well, here's the thing, though. Is the entire Falcon going to be like a walkthrough so we see all the different areas, the chessboard, all that stuff? Oh, how cool would that be if the line wrapped through right. the interior of the ship? So Yeah, can, can we see the cape room? Oh, yeah. that would be great. oh! I need to get me some capes. Yeah, mm. but that's the thing: is is it going to be that, or are we going to be like Star Tours, where you go into four, five, six different rooms that all resemble the cockpit, so they can get the mass amount of people through that line? Because you know that line yeah. will be five hours long. So actually, when you're on the ride, I think what Dave's referring to is when you're on the ride, you're going to be flying the ship, right? So you've right. got to be in something that looks like a cockpit. So is it going to be like? Star Tours, where they've got several cockpits, cockpit, cockpits. Well, wow, say that five times fast. <laughs> lined you up. Just wanted, and, you just wanted to say cock a lot of times. You did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so and you all, you know, sort of assemble, and then the ride go. Or is it going to be like soaring out over California, where you can see other people sort of next to you as you fly through, like on a giant screen? Yeah, that's like I mean, fifty people all on know. one ride, right? Or something crazy like yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. Where, you, where you can sort of see people next to you. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're they're actually next to you. You literally <laughs> just have to look to one side. He's like, oh, look, there's a row of people. I know. Oh man. Yeah, you're you're not actually doing. flying over those mountains that you're that you're what? seeing there. Wait. Stop. So that. for 
People who have not had the opportunity to go to Disneyland, there is a very fun ride called California Soren, where they, they strap you in rows of about, I would say, 15 to 20 people in seats. And then the seats kind of elevate, and you're looking at a giant, giant panoramic screen that shows all these aerial shots. And the ride moves you kind of up and down, so that as long as you keep your your field of vision entirely on the screen it creates the illusion of you flying over California. It's like a giant and it's IMAX very, very cool yeah. Yeah. and not at all vertigo-inducing. Not at all, not, not in the not least. A, not a bit. They did, they did actually change the ride about three years ago, maybe maybe longer mm-hmm. than that, uh, Dave, to where it's now it's, it's world locations because they realized people didn't care that much about California, and now it's, it's actually locations across the world. Oh well, fuck those people. I don't. Yeah. Care <laughs> but it was it was actually really cool when it was California because like you'd soar over, um, like orange groves, for instance, and they yeah. would they would pipe in the smell of the orange trees. Yeah. Um, I don't think there was ever any mist, but you would fly over like the Monterey was... Peninsula, and and it was it, if you that, they... that was the guy above you. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like Dave was saying, if you look straight ahead, all you see is this huge IMAX screen that's curved a little bit. If you look left or right, you see a row of 15 other people experiencing the same thing you are. Yeah. So I'm hoping that the Millennium Falcon ride will be sort of isolated with your group so it's as if you're in a cockpit yes. flying uh, YT-1300. That that would that would be great. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, so. we'll be there regardless. Can't yeah. wait. It's yeah, gonna it's so going to be fun. fantastic. Um, all right, so uh, we got to cover this, guys. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, Mandalorian. is, is the being best filmed. show you know nothing about in 2019 is the Mandalorian. <laughs> That's right. Of course, uh, John Favreau is producing the Mandalorian, the new series from Lucasfilm. Uh, we talked a little bit about last week that uh, some of the directors were announced. Dave Filoni is directing the first episode. Uh, made. Uh-oh. Main news this week uh, because George Lucas visited the set of the yes, Mandalorian, and uh, there's some photos on uh, EW.com. If you go take a look, actually, I'm sorry, the story about him visiting the set is EW.com. If you go to StarWars.com, you can see John Favreau's behind-the-scenes pictures. Uh, and this is dated October 19th from StarWars.com. Uh, John Favreau's behind-the-scenes photos from the set of The Mandalorian. Um, there's a picture of him and George. And what I like about this of him and George is George is using his iPhone to uh, for lighting. Yeah, I see. Right? That's great. Forever the director, right? And he's got a bottle of uh, Skywalker wine there from the Skywalker <laughs> Vineyards. Nice. Presumably uh, brought it to, to John. So that's a good photo of the two of them. Let's go back to that real quick. Yeah. That totally looks like an interior of the cantina bar on uh oh you're right uh, the archways and that kind of sandy gritty yeah so it looks like they're standing at a bar or a a a waist-high table yeah in this first photo and there's an archway behind them uh with some kind of star wars ish looking lights and there's some sort of crew members behind there doing some work but yeah you're right it looks like the can could be the cantina yeah yeah totally um, and then he also posted some pictures of sort of like equipment. <laughs> That's ice cream maker. That's uh, from Bespin. That is yeah. great. It looks like an ice cream maker. Um, oh, I got to plug in my machine here. There we go. 
Um, yeah, so it does. It actually does look like a homemade ice cream maker. That is that is a famous. That's hilarious. You know what that is, right? Oh, Steve? is that from um, from Bespin? That's the guy the, that's running the, in the, the background. The guy that runs in the background. Yes, he, that is the, the device that he's holding. It's an old fashioned ice cream maker. <laughs> I love that. He's totally throwing this out to the hardcore fans. This is awesome. I didn't even realize that until you just noticed it. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I but have the right. action figure. <laughs> They actually made an action figure for that guy. So this image looks like a like a futuristic. It's in the shape of the ice cream maker. It's got three switches on the top. That's, that's awesome. That's beautiful. And then um, yes, there's also the picture of what looks to be a Mandalorian weapon. Nice, like the rifle uh, that's in the same design as the one that's being carried by Boba Fett in the original cartoon. Oh, oh the my god. The animated shot from um, the Star Wars Christmas special. It is. Right? So you with got the, the, with the like the fork thing on the end and Yeah. Exactly. So you got the like so sort of the uh, like almost looks like a tuning fork yeah. on the end. Yeah. And uh, the wooden uh what is this called? Not the hilt, but the stock. The, the stock, yes. So here's the great thing. I love this is such a Star Wars moment right here. Uh, the gun, I, I didn't even pick up on that because the original shot, you see the back end of the gun, the stock and part of the trigger area right there, um, and the scope on the back of the Mandalorian. <clears throat> right, person. exactly. Yeah, so, so the next photo you see it him right. with it strapped across his back. Yeah. What's great about that, though, is I think I originally po- pointed out that it looks like the uh, the butt end of uh, Aura Singh's gun yes. from Episode 1. But now that they show the entire gun, I didn't know that. That's great. That totally looks like the weapon he's using in that cartoon. What a great, another great throwback to all the hardcore fans. Yep. And he kind of looks like him a little more sleek, a little bit more like the cartoon, the animated Hmm. uh, Boba Fett. Listen to Scott coming back into the fold in Star Wars fandom. It's so, so adorable. (laughs) I am. I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan. I'm a little fuzzy and I'm a whole lot of adorable. Oh. You spent you spent the last year and a half complaining about Star Wars, Scott. It's good to have you back. God damn it, it feels good. <laughs> Actually, there's one more thing. Go back to the one with the gun. There's one more great little Star Wars thing. Those cubes that they're sitting on yes. are in every Star Wars film. They're these typical square cr- uh, crates that have this kind of little circle pattern on all all six sides of the uh, the cube. They're in all the video games. Yeah, uh, I believe in Dark Forces they had uh, graffiti sprayed across that said Ewoks must die on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but they are in here, and the the texturing and the weathering mm-hmm. on them are beautiful with the weapon sitting on. That's a great photo. Yeah, right that's awesome. That. That's a great shot. Yeah, um, I, I think those are prominently featured in Star Wars Rebels. There's a couple episodes where they're stealing some cargo or something, and yeah. it looks exactly like this. That's great. Yeah, that's I awesome. love this. That's so cool. And Greg, you were raving about the uh, the Mandalorian armor here. Yeah, the look of the armor is just it 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 it's got a Mandalorian feel to it. It, it. And I know that a lot of the cosplayers and you gotta give a lot of those guys credit because there are there are cosplay guilds out there, I guess you can call them, that have really dedicated themselves to making cool Mandalorian armor. Mm. But this and and with all due respect, this looks so Star Warsy. You know, it's completely familiar of the Boba Fett character, and yet it, it's a, it's a, it, it's its own thing. It you know it, it, it harkens back to almost like Rocketeer in some cases, and I'm just it's beautiful. It's just such a good looking piece of armor. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. The cosplays for this are going to be fun to fun to see. 
Yeah, yeah, completely. Oh, they've completely. got a like a scroll thing coming up here. What? Yeah, so uh, so this was posted another photo along with the uh, images from the set. Uh, this looks like a like a traditional Star Wars scroll, uh, and it says the Mandalorian. After the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges from the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So sort of a lone gunman type of a vibe here. That's going to be a lot of fun. A cane and kung fu. He's going to walk the earth. <laughs> or, the, or the Tatooine, or wherever the fuck he's walking. <laughs> Love it. Jules, uh, if you give this Nimrod a half million dollars, I'm going to kill him on general principle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so in alignment with uh, the Mandalorians, there's uh, a nice article on io9.gizmodo.com, a brief guide to the long, ever-changing history of how Star Wars has portrayed Mandalorians. This is uh, by James Whitbrook, posted on 10-18-18. And this was a cool article because it kind of gives a little history dating back from the, the, hol- the holiday special, of course, when the, you, we first saw Boba Fett. In the uh, animated short, um, the Space Cowboys for Hire is uh, is what he calls them in this article. Talks about uh, how they are honor-bound samurai. Um, let's see here. There was another piece I wanted to highlight. Oh, the, the Republic Commando novels uh, written by Karen Travis, which are now, of course, aren't canon. Yeah. Right? They're all... Legacy, I guess they're called. Yeah, Legacy. Yeah, and they're so, fantastic, by the way. If you ever get a chance. Oh, the, the Karen Travis. Yeah. Novels. Yeah, I've heard they're good. I haven't read them. Uh, and then uh, they were also p- portrayed as peaceful diplomats in uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So lots of history here. Highly recommend this article. Uh, check it out now. At the, the last stage is back to the West, where this very sort of cowboy western feel of these images of the show that's coming out called the Mandalorians. It's going to be a lot of fun. Live action star Wars guys. I'm excited for it's it. happening. You I know, really John Favreau quietly has become quite the filmmaker. I mean, yeah. you know, well he did, you know, I guess Iron Man is not quietly, but he's made some really, really, really good movies. I mean, he's got, he did comedy with swingers. He did action with, you know, big tent pole with Iron Man. Um, uh, Zathura, which seems like it should be just a knockoff Jumanji, was actually really, really good too. Yeah. He's got Christmas movies with Elf. Um, Elf is fantastic. One of my all-time Elf favorites. Elf is strong. Yeah, I mean, did this, he direct this? Elf? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. And, and and he's doing the live-action uh, Lion King, if I remember correctly. I yeah. think you're yeah. right. And he did the live-action Jungle Book, which I never saw, but I heard was actually really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go a different direction with that because I also couldn't be bothered to see it, but I'm not going to recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) That is just fine. I accept that. Well, most of the movies Dave recommends, in his defense, he has not seen. That's true. So. That's that is fake news, sir. I know. know. I'm just joking. No, you're you are an honest movie critic for sure. Um, guys, we need to check out 
the comics. I, I feel like we need to plug back in <clears throat> to Star Wars comics. There's a great article on laughingplace.com, which I think is a Disney, like a fan site. Yeah. Um, talking about how the main Star Wars comic needs to catch up to The Empire Strikes Back. Now, this article... Did, go ahead, Dave. Didn't it just catch... Oh, wait, no, it hasn't quite yet. I take that back. It hasn't. Sorry. Oh, Never mind. Well, that, that's okay. That was one of my questions. Are you up on the latest Star Wars comics, Dave? I, I, I am not. I kind of read a little bit about where they are and what they're doing as I go through the monthly solicitations from Marvel for what's coming up, but I have not read a Star Wars comic since uh, Kieran Gillen, I think is his name, mm. since his initial run so uh, Gear, finished. Is it Gieran or Cullen? One of those two. Yeah. The, the, when Marvel launched the Star Wars comics and they were starting off with right after Star Wars, that initial writer, his first run was fantastic. And I read all of those and I just kind of stopped after that because I was like, I don't want to I don't want to keep pushing this. That was a good, like solid 30 plus issue run. I'm just going to leave it at that for right now. Yeah, yeah I, some... I think I'm in, I think I'm in that same boat, Dave. Um, I, I pick it up and I put it down. Um unlike the Darth Vader series, which was fantastic. Mm. Oh um, my God. That's so good. Yeah. The, the star Wars one is good, but you know, I, I, I put it down for quite a while and I just picked it up again kind of recently actually. And I'm up to like issue 25 or something like that is what it is. So, okay. Yeah. The, the Vader down crossover between star Wars and the Darth Vader comic is just, it's as good as any movie you will see. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, so good. Well, yeah, super guys, strong. I actually stepped into a comic book store today, and I wanted to jump in on this. Um, I actually felt overwhelmed looking at the Star Wars section. There are so many Star Wars titles hmm. that I felt lost at one point. So I would actually need some help. There's a lost comic book, too? No, no, not <laughs> at all. Right, you've got, you've so, got to in, 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 all ser- in all seriousness, Scott, the original Darth Vader series from yeah. Marvel is absolutely worth picking up. Okay. That is... Yeah. So, so good. There was a mm-hmm. interview I went, read with the writer where he talked about how uh, he, when he f- wrote a line in one of the first issues, it was Darth Vader saying, I've only killed two of your crewmates. Do not make me regret my generosity. The writer was like, yep, I figured this character out. I can write him now. <laughs> so you've got core Star Wars characters, right? Vader, we've mentioned. Han mm-hmm. Solo has his own yep. series. Yep. Princess Leia, Lando. Yeah. Even C-3PO has his own series of comics. I got to tell you, being in that comic book store, I almost picked up the Lando comic because it just looked like a badass cover. I was sold on just the cover alone. But that's just all Danny Glover right there. Well, how you guys haven't bought me the C-3PO series yet, I'll never know. Christmas Christmas is coming, Yeah, that's right. We didn't want to say anything. But uh, But my point here was, though, guys, is that these are all taking – well, the Star Wars – uh, main title comic series that they've got going right now it's four dozen comics in there's almost 50 issues i know and this yeah. is all events taking place between episode four and five and it's all canon there's like all this stuff happening that i have no clue about yeah so i i don't know I, we need to figure this out well I here's we the need thing. to get and, on this and i'm not going to do this i certainly don't want to disappoint greg on this because greg gave me some positive feedback on me being not negative in the Star Wars world, and I'm going to keep it that way. But I do have to say this. While looking at the Star Wars section and being overwhelmed, I looked over at the X-Men section, 
and I couldn't figure out who had more titles on the shelf. And that is seriously, if you guys know, and Dave, I know you're a huge comic guy. There is X-Men Gold, X-Men Blue, X-Men Black, X-Men Red, and then there's like Mojo, and there's all these other... I'm like, what the hell well, happened? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like the Astonishing X-Men, there's the all-new X-Men. I, I, I am the same way, Scott. There, I am just there, confused as fuck. Yeah. I think they have a title coming out that's X-Men subtitle, just in case you still have some money. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised. God, how much are comic, like a new comic is now, like three, three bucks? Three, three, to five, three to five Three to four bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah there you go. It's craziness. Wow. It depends on the, on the company and the print quality that I think that they're using. So, hmm. oh, man. it's it's. But, I mean, kudos to them. I just feel like I can never catch up unless I'm, I'm buying the trade paperbacks or something like that. Crazy. Honestly, keep keep your eye out if you're an Amazon person because I read all of those Star Wars comics. I, I found a Christmas sale or a New Year's sale or something at the end of last year, yeah. and I just bought all of them digital for like two bucks a trade, mm. and just read them on a plane flight, and it was it was great. Yeah. Or or in the alternative to that, um, now it's going to be like Marvel specific. I don't think DC actually has a service up and running it. If you have a chance to get a discounted subscription for the Marvel Unlimited, it's normally like ten bucks oh. a month, which I don't think I would pay that. But every now and then, you can get like six months for like five bucks or something like that. You know, uh-huh. um, use that even like a like one month for for like a buck or two bucks or something like that. It's it's a really good service. Uh, and you can read anything. I think I, I, I think the only the new issues are like three months behind or something like that. Okay. And you read on your on a, like an iPad or laptop or something. How do you do that? I, iPad or iPhone? Okay. I, there's probably oh, a a desktop option if you just want to run it on your PC. But I just read them on my iPad. Okay. And if either of you guys need tech support, I'm pretty sure Nico can help you out with that. <laughs> <laughs> Another reference that no one will understand. Woo! As long as but, you all stay woke. Uh, there <laughs> I'm pretty sure people will infer the meaning, Steve. Uh, Dave, that was so lit, man. I can't you know, even tell you. <laughs> mm. You know, talking about Nico, uh, he made a prediction last week, guys, uh, oh. that has come true. Okay. Nico oh. predicted that Mark Hamill would be in episode nine. Did he? He now? did. All Remember right. that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he, and Mark Hamill confirmed this week. On Twitter, he says, I mentioned keeping my hashtag Star Wars opinions to myself and what happens, it triggers an avalanche of questions about the next one. All I can say is, yes, I'm in it. Other than that, just consider it episode nine comment. <laughs> we need to get him on the show. Nine! <laughs> that Mark Hamill. Nine. So, yep. so, Nico, you were right. That is great. Well done. Biggest non-surprise ever, though, really, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I think we knew. I'm being a little facetious with the with the guessing. I think we knew. Hadn't, hadn't StarWars.com announced him a few months ago? Uh, yes. Part of the cast, I, yes. Right. I think we mentioned that on a show previously. Probably multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, we were... If you listen. Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's uh, change lanes really quick here and get into the Marvel Universe a little bit. We, uh, we mentioned Marvel briefly with uh, X-Men and some other stuff. There are 10 Marvel movies coming out in the next four years. Give or take. Give or take. Right. So that's so, at so, least 17 to $20 billion more for them, right? So this is CNET. Um, so Disney just revised its release schedule for movies through 20- Facebook's not going to get any of that money, are they? 2022. 
Man, I'm taking some serious heat for Facebook. Oh, you're loving it. Come and on. Uh, re- and it, Disney removed the untitled Marvel film oh. from 2020. Now, I was going to say, uh, most likely Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Volume oh, yeah. Three That's certainly the rumor. Is So are we not going to get I, Volume 3, period? Uh, as I've indicated before, what's the point of having fuck you money if you occasionally don't say fuck you? Yes, uh-huh. that's absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, there's no way to know for sure, according to here to CNET, but um, it was expected to be one of the next films in production. In axing the July 31, 2020 date, Disney and Marvel have opted to release just two films that year. So so let me run this down. Uh, we've got Captain Marvel, March of 2019. So that's the next release. Yep. Yeah. That and one. the first the first trailer is out for that, and it looks really solid. So yeah, good, so strong, very strong trailer. So great. Now, is. one that I am personally looking very much forward to: Avengers Four. Yeah. Still fun. untitled. Yep, yeah, just says Avengers Four. Uh, untitled Marvel. Although, May 1st, although, wait, wait, wait. Yes. Speaking of the untitled, mm. if you really want to know some spoilers, mm. you need to go to. Uh, oh my goodness, what is the actor's name that plays? Uh, oh God! Why I'm totally blanking. Salvador right Dali. No, no, <laughs> he's not an actor. The, Iron, the other Iron Man. <laughs> the Alan other, Alda. The other, the other Iron Man suit. What the hell? What happened? How did I Don just... Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Good. Terrence God. Howard. Please go to Don Cheadle's Twitter feed, and you Ooh. will find out some spoiler titles about Avenger Four, Avengers 4. Okay, just titles, not plot or anything. Just titles. Okay. No, he does keep it pretty real. All right. So. All right, so then we have... Uh, Thanks, guys. Thanks for the help on that. Another... So, you're, you're, so it's not technically a Disney release, but there is a third Marvel Cinematic Universe movie coming out in 2019, and that's Spider-Man Far From Home in July. And that is right. a Sony Pictures release. Now, CNET does cover that also. They said that uh, the list does not include Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, now, how are they How are they managing that? Because they, we've talked about this it, before, but break it down for me again, Dave. So they signed... Sony owns the, the rights to Spider-Man, free and clear. So Marvel slash Disney made an agreement with Sony that... Spider-Man will can be a shared character for it was a set number of movies and I think Spider-Man Far From Home fulfills that contractual agreement. Sony agreed to it because having Spider-Man be part of the universe increases the audience for the Spider-Man movies and Marvel agreed to it because hey, they get Spider-Man back to play with. And seriously, Civil War and Infinity War would not have worked without Spider-Man. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and and also don't forget it lets you use the Marvel characters in the Spider-Man movie. So that's how yes. you get um, Tony Stark in the first one, and you get you're going to have um, Sam Jackson in the next one. Yeah, got it. I'm so confused. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. I thought Sam <laughs> Jackson disappeared at the end of Avengers. Well, so well, does so Spider-Man. Did, so does Spider-Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> And all and all due respect, there's no indication that this movie might not be a flashback, just like Captain Marvel is. Mm. Right. Well, Captain Marvel's not a flashback. It literally takes place in 1995 yeah, or whatever. It's 90s. not in the linear timeline. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, excuse me. It's not a linear storytelling. Right. No, it's setting up they, what we saw at the end of Avengers. 
basically. They've done that digital de-aging of Sam Jackson for this movie that always creeps me out. It mm. does. That but... looks pretty good, though. I know. It freaks... Oh, they're getting really good at it. Yeah. They're the, getting really the good. The young Sam Jackson looks like, you know, he could put on a wig and be in Pulp Fiction. Oh, man. In that scene. And, and they did it with Greg Clark, too. Yeah. I love that. Clark hair. Greg. Clark Greg. Clark Gable? Clark Greg. Will Clark? Glenn Fry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Margaret. <laughs> To, to steal Nico's life. Elvis. I mean, if we, if, we, if we look at the movie title names hmm. uh, for the next Spider-Man movie, it's titled Far From Home. Right. And the... But, let me finish. All right. <laughs> Jesus, Steve. Jesus. And then if you look at the last one, it was titled Homecoming. So oh. my prediction here falls in line with what they've said is that this far from home is going to happen before all of the infinity war things happen and then homecoming comes home right you're far from home before you come home could happen sure i'm good you might be right I'll i'm go just, with it i'm just really glad they got uh, tom cruise and nicole kidman to reprise their roles yeah it's gonna be amazing far and away as far and away yeah as, as irish land owners very, what, what very we... <laughs> uh, and that's an underrated movie. Before we get back to this chronology of Marvel movies that we don't know about yet, Far From Home, very underrated movie. Beautiful mm. cinematography. No, it's not. No, you're wrong. <laughs> it, it's an underrated Far movie. The, away, the only part that's true detective. The only part that's not underrated. <laughs> <laughs> the only part that's not underrated is is uh, Tom Cruise accent. Oh, oh, I w- I, it's just painful. The dulcet tones. That that is not the best part of the movie. I agree with you. Yeah. All right. But anyway, you're, you're going through a list of movies that we know nothing about. So please, sir, continue. I was okay. So, untitled Marvel movie, May first, twenty twenty. We don't know what that is. There's no details here at all. Uh, Black Widow. Untitled Marvel movie on November sixth, twenty twenty. Now, CNET proposes that maybe that's Doctor Strange two. Sure. And I like me some Doctor Strange one. I like that movie a lot. That's I did. Too, but I I've heard nothing nothing about them making a Doctor Strange. The only movie that I've heard that they're really make because so ever since Guardians got put on hold, the only other movie that I've heard of that's like in the planning stages because obviously Avengers is done and Captain Marvel is is near near completion as well. Is uh, Black Widow finally got a uh, mm. uh, somewhat fast track right? Right. So that's yeah they. They have Black Widow lined up, and they've announced Black Panther two at this point. Yep. Okay, Black Panther two. Okay. Because I'm thinking, what else do they make? Because there's there's no talk of another Thor movie. There's no talk of another Captain America movie. There's are they just saving all this for the release of Avengers, and then they'll flesh it out? Well, well yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, all I'm going to say about that is Captain America and Thor kind of ran their like contracts out, right? Or at least yeah. Captain America. So. Doctor Strange just kind of was introduced towards the tail end of this, right. whatever whatever phase we're in, phase three and four, and uh, you gotta you gotta kind of have the tie over Avengers that are gonna keep going on. I mean, we got West Coast Avengers, we got Secret Avengers, or there's so many damn Avengers. Oh. Give me a Wonder Man. Somebody give me a Wonder Man. I loved Wonder Man in the comics. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, I did. <laughs> Simon Williams, he was fucking badass. You're a, you're, si, that, that's really not a term that anybody's ever used to describe Simon Williams before. Badass. I, I mean, he spent like Actor, 15 years moping around, being afraid of dying, even though he can't die. He was the Tom Cruise of the Marvel Universe in the comics. And he's, his, his body was the basis for the vision as well. No, his mind was the basis for the vision. Oh, his mind. Sorry. The, oh, that's right. The, the body human was... torch his body. Yeah. The original human torch. That is correct. I stand corrected. Thank you, sir. That's all right. All right so I got... was a big original West Coast Avengers fan, so I am, I am deep in the lore, sir. And we can go I, deep I... in the weeds and just watch Steve's eyes spin back in his head for at least <laughs> 20 minutes if we have this conversation. <laughs> They're mentally spinning in my head as we speak right now. Um, so, but no, but check this out. So we've got. So this is the crazy. Steve part. wants to talk more about comic books from 1985. So look, <laughs> the rumor is Black Panther two February of February February of 2021, Black Widow May of 2021, three months later, a potential X Men movie November of 2021. Now, this is where it gets absolutely crazy. Three untitled Marvel movies. February 2022, May 2022, July 2022. That's a, a five-month period mm-hmm. with three major Marvel releases. Well, they've done that you, before. You know, and are they, are they holding those untitled for... They did, yeah. Go ahead. Um, for, the, for the finishing of the sale of Fox? Are we, are we wow. talking Fantastic Four? Are yeah. we talking... Ooh. X-Men. You know, Deadpool. So I think we would see a Fantastic Four movie before we would see an X-Men movie. And I'm going to make a prediction right now. I'm going to I'm going to take a page from Nico's book. I'm going to make a prediction right now. One of those untitled movies is going to be The Eternals. Oh, oh nice. The Eternals. OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I was going to go into my comic book major deep vault and freak Steve out and say uh, maybe it's a uh, new un- Marvel's Rom, Space new- Knight. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't get me into Mic- the, micronauts. Don't, <laughs> don't make me bust out Speed the moon. The moon night. <laughs> Speedball. Oh crap, Dave. You're out. That's it. You're out. If I see those fucking floating balls around anybody. <laughs> Seriously. And they what is it, yellow and blue costume? Come on. <laughs> Come hey, on. Don't, don't don't mock Steve Ditko's great <laughs> artistic design, sir. Stop it. The, the late great Steve Ditko, yes. by the way. Yes, the late great Steve Ditko. I swear to God, I'm going to pull out my Marvel's New Universe DP7 comics and just start going all rage on you, okay? That's it. Oh, the next the next set, Marvel Phase 5 is actually Jim Shooter's old New Universe. That's what it's going to be. What? Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> wow, we have completely lost Steve at this point. I, I did, Have you guys been talking? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, Steve's trying to plan next week's show. Why did I bring up comics? No, I I, yeah. I learned so much from you guys. I I no, I, not at all. I I actually I think it's funny listening so, to you guys. I seriously thought I had Dave on the whole DP seven thing, but he pulled out the fucking speedball. Who who knows about speedball? I swear to God, Dave, have you seen his storage locker? No, I don't want to see his. I, if he has speedball, I'm, I'm pretty, in I'm it, pretty sure down, the, the meth junkies down on Fourth Street know all about speedball. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage's head just blew up from that. He's listening to our podcast, freaking out. He's a comic book nerd. That's all I'm saying. Oh, he is. Oh yeah. 
more of a comic book protector. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wears a Superman outfit protecting his comics. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to get back to Star Wars. <laughs> Somehow I got to pull this. I got to reel it back in. Steve, Steve, it. Is, Steve is so regretting this topic choice right now. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even explain it to our <laughs> listeners at home. I'm regretting it so much I wish I was on Facebook. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's talk about Facebook some more. Um, oh. All right, guys, uh, two little... more stories. One is a little somber. Uh-oh. So we're going to cross our fingers and hope for the best here. John Williams had to pull out of some concerts just this week due to illness. This is um, StarWarsHub.net reporting. John Williams had to pull out of conducting concerts in his fam- of his famous scores in London and Vienna due to illness. He was due to be at the Royal Albert Hall later this week in London, of course, uh, conducting the London Symphony Orchestra. Uh, he had a last-minute illness. And uh, so we, we wish him the best and hope that he is okay. We've talked about this show on the show before that uh, when he's at the Hollywood Bowl, you go see him because we don't know how long we're going to have the maestro around. Much yeah. more. He's 86. Yeah. And he is amazing. Amazing yeah. live. Yeah. 86. Yeah. We'll all, wish him all the best. I And I'm actually one of the few of us who have, uh, who have not gotten to see him live. And yeah. I may have missed my opportunity. I hope that's not the case. No. Hopefully... This is this is just saying he's got an illness, so no, no details here. Uh, but hopefully he'll have a speedy recovery and get back to the podium where he belongs in front of an orchestra. Mm-hmm. Guys, mm-hmm. I hate to say this on on this note, but if um, let's and again, fingers crossed, everything's fine. But if there is a serious issue, what what the hell is going on? In the I background? don't know. <laughs> Greg's talking to Moonfish. <laughs> that did not sound like Moonfish talking. I I lost track. I will, I, I, I will I will tell you what I'm doing, guys, and it will uh, it will Ugh, I don't think it I will reveal know. the depths of my nerddom right now. I have a Warhammer tournament, and I'm painting models right now, so I'm shaking a a a a a, a little tub of paint is what I'm doing. Uh, can you sh- shake you that you paint how, again? Shake the paint. You see how he was stumbling over that story? Like, yeah. what would I be shaking? I, I'm I'm. Wait, shake, hold on, quiet, quiet. Shake, shake the paint. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We need uh, to isolate that sound clip right there. That's <laughs> glorious. Um, That's what the kids are calling it now. You know, shake the paint. Shake the paint. Yeah, oh, shake damn. the paint. Um, right. Yeah, there's a good possibility. I mean, I, I mean, not a good, a bad possibility that he mm. might not be available to record episode nine. Mm. So let's hope that he can. Yeah. Although Michael Giacchino did. Uh, did Rogue One, and did he also do Solo, or was that somebody I, else? I think it's Solo? Giacchino. Giacchino. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Plagius. Who cares about that? Plagius, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Nico. There's enough backup. Is that what you're saying? I'm waiting for Chris Evans to text me on that one. Okay. It's Plagueis! Get it right, losers! Jose Vizcaino. All right, last story here, guys. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, uprocks.com Star Wars fans went wild adding an F-bomb into scenes from Star Wars Revenge of the Sith so oh, here's, yeah. <laughs> here's the story so basically somebody pointed out on Twitter that uh, Revenge of the Sith is, is PG-13 mm-hmm. right? and um, PG-13s PG-13 movies are allowed apparently I did not know this but they're allowed to have one F-bomb two if there's no nudity, one, oh. if you show boobs. Okay. 
All right. Well, so it, it, and it can't the f bomb can't be used in a sexual context. Oh yes, terribly sorry. Had to clear that up. Yes, that is yeah. true. Okay. Like, like you, you can F-U. say, I want to f you yeah, well, right now. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. You can say like uh, they did in some kind of wonderful. Where's the fucking money? Right. That's totally that's totally legit. But what you were suggesting, Steve? <laughs> no, we can't do that. Okay. So this is this is Hollow Willis. H-A-L-L-O-W-I-L-L-I-S on Twitter. Question for the class. Revenge of the Sith is rated PG and as such is allowed one F-bomb. Where would you put it? So there's some there's some pretty good suggestions here. <laughs> this is here. right up our alley. Seriously. Pretty, uh, it is. Let's just it rewrite is. the damn movie. So of course the first one <laughs> is the I, picture. I, I am not seeing this. I have oh. not seen this yet and I'm dying to hear these responses. Oh, <laughs> All right, so, I'm already in so, on that so one So right the first there. one is the last shot of the movie with Vader. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it would make it so much better. <laughs> Somebody needs to record that. Oh Somebody god. needs to get James Earl Jones to do that. Um a lot of people pointed out, however, that the Star Wars universe already has the perfect actor to drop in yes. the well-placed profanity. Yes. Of course. <laughs> Anakin. Jar Jar Binks. Anakin. I think <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine is a Sith Lord. Mace Windu. A motherfucking Sith Lord? <laughs> uh, so my question to you guys. Yeah. If you could drop an F-bomb into any line... In any Star Wars film, where would it be? And I got mine. I'm going to save mine. Uh, this this actually takes a lot more thinking. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say this, though. If that one where Vader screams out fuck yeah, at that's, the end. that's brilliant. Can, can we at least have George re-edit Return of the Jedi <laughs> with the same? <laughs> well, I'll throw mine out there. I'll throw okay. mine. So mine is from episode four. These aren't the fucking droids you're looking for. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, thank you. That's solid. Thank you very Wait. much. Wait. Oh, yeah. Does that count then? Because then the Stormtrooper would have to repeat it back. Oh. oh. These aren't the fucking droids I'm looking for. Well, if maybe, we get two. Maybe one could be an Arabish. And then it's, <laughs> and then it's move along. Move along. Yeah. Well, uh, off the stuff. top of my head, yes. I, I can think of two. Okay. One, I saw on that thing, which I loved, which was uh, from episode three, uh, Obi-Wan. It's over, Anakin. I've got the fucking high ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mine. That's not original. The one that I just thought of that I like would be all, would be from episode four, and it would go to the late, great Carrie Fisher. Oh. You fl- you flew here in that fucking thing. You're braver yeah. than I thought. Oh, oh I love it. Genius. That's, uh, that's fucking great. Carrie, <laughs> Carrie could drop an F-bomb. All right, yeah. guys. I got mine. All right. All right. Episode five, my favorite movie. I love you. I fucking know. <laughs> nice. Just go down with a fuck. Yeah. That's it. Damn it. Damn it, Scott, because I was going to say it the other way, where Leia says, I fucking love you. Oh. And then Han I... still says, I know. That yeah. works. Yeah, it works. Works, work, works either way. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Or... Or, if Bo- or if Boba Fett dropped to Vader, you know, what happens if he dies? He's worth a fucking lot of money to me. <laughs> that works too. I like that. Somebody could overdub that easily because you can't see the the lips moving. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Yoda, and he and when he's talking about training Luke, and he's gonna say he's too fucking old. <laughs> uh, what about what about? He is the, too old to fuck the training. <laughs> what about the famous line from that movie? No, I 
am your fucking father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your fucking father. <laughs> actually, actually, if you're gonna go Yoda, I think what you have to do is is do or do or not. There is no fucking try. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Nice, excellent, well done. Well done. God, that is a great, great topic. <laughs> we could do a whole episode on this, actually. Seriously. Greg, Greg, Greg is so tickled by this, he put all of the paint down, and he is completely focused on inserting <laughs> swear words into Star Wars. He's not shaking the of paint anymore. miniatures. Fuck the tournament. Oh, no, I, I was able to drop the sock. I'm okay now. <laughs> for, for once, Greg stopped masturbating while we do the show. <laughs> oh, thank you, Twitter. Talking about Twitter. It's the Star Wars Tweet of the Week! Really? Curious. Because everybody knows that Twitter is a source of endless positivity. You're gravely mistaken. Come to your senses! Well, uh, there are a few Twitter accounts that are kind of funny. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Greg, what do you fucking got for us this week? Well, you motherfuckers, as you know, we live in strange times right now, but leave it to good old Death Star PR to take a tragic situation and put a little bit of humor in it, guys. So it says it's a series of Palpatine strongly denies executing Order 66. It could have been rogue killers. You don't know. Wow. weren't there. Why did we get 3PO? There we go. There we go. Uh, oh my god. Uh, did I get 3PO? Do I need to re- is this a redo? We should totally uh, redo. let's redo it. Redo yeah. it. Redo it, Greg. What do right, you fucking again, like, got through, for us this week? Coming through clear now? It's yeah, all good? Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Alrighty. So from uh Death Star PR, just from October 15th, just a couple days ago, it says Epper Palpatine. It could have been rogue killers, you don't know. Oh Greg, I, I think I think the dark side is listening in on on your line there, buddy. You got three PO again. Seriously, only like half of it came through. You can edit that together, can't you? I can try. Yeah, yeah, because I do. I'm a I'm a fantastic podcast editor. You are. Oh, oh man, uh, production genius. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, Scott, my you... name is Werner Brandis. Well... My voice is my passport. <laughs> Verify. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Facebook, because I'm sure Facebook owns Skype and uh. Yes. Ah, uh, go look it up. Death Star PR. It's funny stuff. Look, you can totally <laughs> trust Facebook with everything you do online. Oh man. All right, Scott. Uh, Scott, you pimped a little bit of uh, at the beginning of the show that you've got something to share. You want to go ahead and throw that out? Yeah, I just wanted to throw this out for a second. Um, I brought something up on our Facebook page, and I kind of threw it out there and maybe surprised you guys. But I, I wanted to start something a little bit different, and I know yeah. we've talked a little bit about this, but I threw out this idea of doing uh, a Scott's Collector's Corner yeah. type thing. And uh, what I brought in, I wanted to bring something in and just kind of, you know, I've been talking about this for the last two and a half years. I bring this guy up all the time. It's one of my favorite comic books. Uh, It's a Boba Fett comic book. It's this one. The idea is that there's an imposter in the universe that's stealing Boba Fett's idea. And the fact that it ties in with this whole Mandalorian thing. I love the idea that he's got the armor. He steals Boba Fett's identity and steals jobs from him, which really pisses him off. Uh, about eight years ago, there was a special collector figure that was put out for the character of Jodo Cast, who is a bounty hunter, a human bounty hunter that uses Boba Fett's Mandalorian armor right. with a slight paint variation. And I just wanted to bring it in and uh, kind of 
You this know? is so cool. Yeah. So this is in the original packaging. It's you left it on the card. You well, I have take a, it out to play with it. I have an open one, and I have a collector's oh, okay. version. So of, you're saying I can open this one? Oh hell no! Damn it! All right. <laughs> um, yeah, this is really cool. Yeah. So oh. I just I know I bring up the guy's name all the time. I want to bring some other stuff in, maybe talk about it. I know some of us have collected in the past. We have a lot of vintage collections on here. We have some comic book collectors, but I just wanted to bring that up and uh, maybe kind of come up with a new thing and just talk about something fun and collectible. It can be anything from action figures to comic books to, you know, lawn ornaments, whatever you have. So Scott collector, you're giving me more work now, aren't you? I just C-3PO you know, butt plugs. <laughs> C-3PO butt plugs, big, big yeah. hit in the European market. So I, what do you guys, I know I've seen Dave's collection of his original figures that you're you kept right like you've got the original ones from your childhood dave i do they are they are out of the box they are well used yeah mm-hmm. but that's awesome yeah. my mine are in similar condition i also have mine mine were up in my in my kids room for a while but they have they have been banished back to the garage where they where they currently live now you guys I, I also, yeah go ahead dave sorry i also have a i also have a slave one I have a Hoth playset. I have the Sandcrawler Tatooine playset and the Dagobah playset. Oh wait, nice. wait, wait! Is the Quicksand Sponge still intact? Yes, sir, it is. Oh damn! Nice. You are the envy of a lot of collectors. Out now, there. Nico, do you collect anything? Are you a Star Wars uh, collector at all? I was going to say he collects uh, snide remarks to use on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that definitely. Um, I used to collect um, Legos. But nice. uh, since since I moved out of the house, I've uh, graciously donated those to the little brother. Nice, very nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Star Wars toys are still here too. Yeah. He's gonna have to come get them when he has more space to make them live for storage. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So all those are the um, I imagine they're from the prequel era. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, we've got some of those and... ships around too, like the Jedi starships and stuff. Yeah. I've I've got I've got. Uh, original trilogy stuff too, pre prequel. Yes. Yeah. True. Pre prequel. Yeah, they uh, for many years uh, Hasbro actually back then it was Kenner uh, had stopped production on many of their their toys and stuff, and it was rebooted in 1995 uh, under the title Power of the Force Two, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Remember and the it, Power of the Force line. And those were those initial ones were the ones that a lot of collectors will talk about being the beefy He Man style everyone's really pumped up like on steroids mm. hilarious super buff. oh super buff it's hilarious seeing vader who just looked like he could take out arnold schwarzenegger but uh um, the luke one is the funniest one luke is just super jacked oh it's like it's like the profession is like hulk hogan luke skywalker yeah it, it is hilarious because <laughs> his little tunic thing that he's wearing is like stretched to the gills <laughs> And the exactly. It's crazy. He went like Barry Bonds and started doing HGH and his head <laughs> it's, it's grew. It's full and... on crazy. Um, I will I will bring some more stuff in. We'll talk about it. Maybe I'll uh, set it up with the guys. I also wanted to say there is some video and some great little backstories uh, with some of the Hive wives or girlfriends too. So mm-hmm. I might actually add some of that in there. There's video and audio from the 90s Ooh. with uh, hashtag... Christine Holka was right. I remember the video. You've got like your figures lined up, and she's looking at them. Oh, sort of. Like it's, you guys, it's better it. than that. <laughs> I had them hung around the entire wall. Oh, beautiful! All the way across the ceiling. It's great. Cool. 
All right, Scott's Collecting Corner. That sounds like a plan. Just thought I'd throw it out there and talk to you guys about it. So every episode, you're going to bring in something I get to look at. And it could be anything, not just action figures. I'll bring something in. Cool. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'll bust out my recorder, and I'll, I'll, I'll whip you up a quick... Uh... Intro for it is what I'll do. Bust I out the love recorder. that. I love that. Let's do it. All right. Only that if you can fun. add the shake the paint effect in there somehow. <laughs> That's all I want. Shake I the paint. I gotta put that on the. God, that was funny at the top of the show. I was literally crying and sweating. I could, I'm still sweating from that. I can't tell if that's a pan flute or a really bad clarinet with a broken reed. Oh my God, I don't know. God. It's a recorder. Yeah, Is it? Probably just a recorder. Probably yeah. just a recorder. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's so funny. God. Oh my God. Well, if you've ever tried to play Star Wars on a recorder, give us a call. Maybe you can teach Greg how to do it because clearly he can't. Actually, it sounded pretty good, Greg. Leave that on our voicemail, actually. Yeah, leave it on that. leave it on the voicemail. That's funny you mentioned that, Greg, because that number is 562-455-4483. That's 562-455-HIVE. That's H-I-V-E. In case you can't spell HIVE. And uh, you can also find us online at thewretchedhive.net on everyone's favorite social media platform, facebook.com forward slash wretchedhivepodcast. Email the show to show at wretchedhive.net you can also look us up on Google Podcasts on Stitcher we're on Podbean Uh, most of you are listening to the show through Apple Podcasts and and, uh, we we welcome your reviews leave a review 5 star, 1 star, any number of stars we don't care, we just want to hear from you and connect with you listeners of the Wretched Hive Podcast guys, episode 73 is in the books. Final thoughts. 73 is the exact uh, reverse of 37, Scott. I don't know if you're aware of that. Which is how many times I've watched A New Hope in the last three Thank weeks. You. In a row? <laughs> in a row. <laughs> uh, guys, I've got some secret plans Woo-hoo! that I'm going to share in the next couple of episodes with you. Over the holidays, I'm lining up an activity. We're going to take a field trip, boys. Coloring books? Oh. Yes, we're taking a field trip together. I like uh, field trips. No, it's going to be fun. Guys, have a wonderful week. A uh, couple of weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. Oh, my and... God. Celebrating Life Day in two weeks, motherfuckers. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, wow. it is. Holy cow. We got a lot. We got a lot to cover next week. Oh, Scott's yeah. Collecting Corner. Yeah. Be ready for it. Guys, have a great couple of weeks, and may the Force be with us all. <laughs> You see how he was stumbling over that story? Like, yeah. what would I be shaking? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Wait, shaking. Hold on, quiet, quiet. Shake, Shake the paint. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.